this week, wet hands, dads with guns, and how not to ask your girlfriend to prom. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, the very eligible Phil Causey. Phil. <laughs> very eligible. Fake Outrage Report is, of course, the least important debate show on the internet. Um, I said eligible because the theme for tonight, for today's podcast, is the prom, actually. Oh, that, that's a, we're going to get to that in a minute, man. Uh, so, Phil, how was your week? Uh, awesome. Uh, it was awesome. I've done a couple of really good stand-up shows. Uh, the weather's amazing in New York. And it is, it, we're at that breaking point in the weather where once it gets above 80, all the good things happen. You know, the birds come back to chirp, the butterflies come back, and, you know, all the hot girls come out from wherever the fuck they were hiding all winter, you know? Uh, yeah, but then you have to deal with ball sweat. Don't you worry no, about No, because sweat? I use Gold Bond. Oh, okay. And we're not getting paid to say that, by the way, although it'd be great if they did sponsor us. I use a product yeah. called Fresh Balls. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. Oh, it's great. It goes yeah. on like lotion, so it, it, like, and then it dries to a powder. And see, it's right on your balls. Yeah. See, I just use the... Cl- I'm more of a classic gentleman. I, I do the, the gold bond. And it, I just d- here's a tip if you're a gold bond user. Don't do it right after you get out of the shower because it will fucking burn. Yeah, it tingles. It tells you it's doing something. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh balls, no tingle. That's right. Speaking of sweaty balls, let's welcome our guest to the show. Ken Boyd. Ken. <laughs> hey, man. Look. How do you beat the heat down there? <laughs> yeah, what do you do about ball sweat in the summer? What's your remedy? Well, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm a little too cool for ball sweat, baby. You know what I mean? Uh, Just your, your your balls are the only ones of all people that don't sweat. Hey, man, look, I don't know what to tell you, man. But no, honestly, man, uh, you know what? Don't, my only hang up is lotion. I put a lot. I put lotion literally on every inch of my body. If it wasn't for that, my balls would never sweat. I learned that uh, black people use shea butter. I, on a previous podcast oh, yep. with a previous guest, and it's like a thing you didn't that know everyone knows. Everyone knows that every, it's like, oh, don't you know, black people use shea butter? And I'm like, how is this common knowledge? I just knew that this it complements the, you know, the skin. Do you put shea butter on your balls? Is that what you're trying to say? I've used uh, uh, lotion infused with shea butter, but not just straight up shea butter. Okay, <laughs> I'm a lotion guy. <laughs> I knew that was a black stereotype, by the way, that black people, they just have like all Costco memberships specifically to buy lotion with, you know? Got to have my lotion, man. Yeah, it, it, mass quantities of lotion. I got go that from so my mother. My mother yeah. instilled that into me at a very young age. You got the shower because she was a cosmetologist, uh, cosmetologist, so she knew about hair and makeup and skin and products and how to clean your face. And, you know, so her thing was, hey, you know, you get out the shower, put lotion on. So you and put it on while you're still damp, so your you know your skin can absorb the uh, the moisture, right? So you know I've been doing this for quite some time, and even if I let's say if I'm rushing, and I don't have the time to do, excuse me the time to do it. I'm burping because I've been provided <laughs> with the the world's best seltzer water in the world's most pimpous uh, penthouse. <laughs> We, by the way, we're we're doing this podcast right now in a, a in a fortress. I don't know. <laughs> you should start videotaping these things. I don't want to give out Sandip's uh, apartment number, but I can tell you that he pays that same amount in his rent. <laughs> I feel like if anyone actually saw the apartment that did lived anywhere but New York, they'd be like, "What the fuck are they talking <laughs> yeah. about?" It's like a room. Yeah, but, no, it's true. It's yeah. like in New York City. It's like. Uh, it's like Sandeep's bed touches only one wall. Right. <laughs> and he has his own living room and his own like uh, peninsula kitchen. 
she he shares it with no one except guests who come. The over. fact that you share it with no one. Is, right, that's is, the, that's oh, means that winning. alone, that yeah. alone, you the, 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 nigga, the panties are coming down. Well, it's, I always tell them there. Phil's always like, "Oh, you you must get a lot of sex." Once they come back to your apartment, they're already gonna. You're already gonna get some. No one's no, coming like, back to your I, apartment. If, if I was a woman, I would walk in this apartment and be like, "Hey, do you mind if I just take all my clothes off right now? Like as soon as like before the door is even fucking closed." Okay, it right. Is, it's it your, but it was gonna sh- happen. And no one's coming back to your apartment to just like you know play cards. Well, you're, <laughs> if you got a whack place, then yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, look, I don't give a damn what you say, man. Man, your living conditions dictate whether bitches gonna suck your pee pee or not, man. <laughs> and that's a stone cold fact, man. And that's just what it is. If a uh, man, it no matter how cool you are, smart you are, funny, whatever, man, you bring a bat bitch back to a fucking a piss infested building, man, when the staircase smells like piss, and there's five other niggas you living with, and you got to pull out couch. You ain't fucking nothing, man. Well, right. That's the worst case. That's why when you try to go back to her place. But yeah, just for context, for those of you who don't know Sandeep, uh, he's a doctor in real life, so he can afford more than uh, us peasants. That's kind of what we're getting at here. But long story short, man, uh, I'm just OCD and I got to wrap up what I was saying earlier. (laughs) The lotion blocks the pores, so you're more prone to sweat. <laughs> right. You're yeah. More, you're more. That's what I was gonna say. In the summer, you sweat. So that if it wasn't for that, I, I'm really not a usually a sweaty guy. That's right. right. But you have sweaty balls because your shea butter lotion covered uh, pore blocking. That's pretty much how it comes uh, down. So uh, you know the fake outrage report. We provide you with everything. We provide you with the correct outrage opinions, and we provide you with skincare tips. Apparently, that's yeah, man. What yeah. we're doing here, you we guys. Do but look how beautiful my skin is, though, man. It's fantastic. How old are you? Like seventy-eight? <laughs> Seventy-nine, actually. Uh, Ken recently <laughs> performed at the Apollo Theater. Hey, yes. yes. A right hey, message. Praise the Lord, man. What can I say, man? It was a. Uh, you know. You know. I got. I, did they ever tell you that story? You know, I got booed there before, huh? I tell you that no, you're like Lauren Hill. You well, you know, I'm in great company. Lauren Hill, Dave Chappelle, uh, a lot of great, uh, great talents have been booed there. But long story short, um, I wasn't even supposed to be on the show, but I was just hanging out. The show was was running behind because I was waiting on someone, and my good friend I was hosting at the time, uh, Tony Rock, he asked me if I just wanted to come down and do some time, and uh, the show was going behind. They was waiting on someone. To show up, they didn't. They couldn't start taping yet. So I was just in the balcony. I was just hanging. He said, "Hey, Ken, you want to come down do some time?" I wasn't. Go- That's the cat scared the shit out of me just now. Um, yeah. The cat's a frequent mention on the podcast. Yes. So I wasn't gonna say no. So I go down, man. I say, "Yo, if I can get to my first punchline, I'm good. I got him right. I'm setting it up, and the crowd is rocking with me, man. And soon as I'm, <laughs> soon as I'm getting ready to hit him with my first punchline." This motherfucker in the crowd, man, is like he knew my set. He timed it perfect. Right before I hit my punch, I'm like, boo. He's by himself. He's by himself. He's by himself. Boo. 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 And so I didn't and I didn't try to counter. I'm actually trying to talk to him. I'm like, yo, dude, what's wrong with you? What the fuck? Are you crazy? So slowly, everyone in the audience, yeah, boo. Boo. But they oh, wanted, no. they wanted to see me like. Tear him to shreds. Exactly. And I when I didn't do when they didn't see that, it became, yeah, boo, boo. So Tone, Tony comes and takes the microphone from me. And all the thing I say was, yo, it's my birthday. It was my birthday. They booed me on my birthday. So (laughs) I kind of felt away for this was five years ago when I first moved here. So when the opportunity came along, I got a DM, excuse me. 
I got reached out to on on Instagram. They were like, "Hey, you know, I'm the the young lady reached out to me. I'm the talent scout for Apollo. They're bringing Apollo back on Fox with Steve Harvey. We're looking for strong comics, and uh, you know, we would like you. Let me know if you're interested." So for the first week, I was like, "Yo." Fuck you. I ain't doing no goddamn. You ain't gonna embarrass me on national TV. So after about a week, I said, yo, this could be, this could be cool. Like I could be, you know, if this goes well, I could be the dragon slayer. I could be the motherfucker that, you know, that took down the beast and it's vindication for myself. Yeah, and full circle. You it's know? full circle, man. So I said, yeah, let's do it, man. And they introduced me that way. Like I'm standing out. <laughs> and behind the doors, the double doors, because they introduce you, you walk through the crowd and up to the stage. So I'm standing out there, man, and Steve Hall was like, yeah, man, the person in front of me got booed. The young lady, she was singing. She got booed. So Steve Harvey says, yeah, man, you know, uh, getting booed at the Apollo, man, is rough. It really lets you know where you where you stand. Matter of fact, this next guy, he got booed here la- <laughs> the last time he was here. <laughs> Let's see if he stepped his game up. From New York City, give it up for Ken Boyd. <laughs> Boom, doors open. I got to walk out to this. I say, you motherfucker. First of all, I'm not from New York. And why would you even, why would you introduce somebody like that? So I go up, I had yeah. three minutes. This, this guy, it's been determined that he sucks uh, yeah. before. <laughs> but this I went awesome. out, I did well, I did three minutes. Standing ovation, man. Nice, man. Standing ovation. So it was full circle, man. And uh, it, it always was, feels good to go back to a place that you previously did shitty and then fucking slay the room. And it, especially if it's on national television. Yeah, that can't <laughs> But the hurt. good thing about it, I didn't get, I booed on TV. That's the beauty. That's the beauty part. That wasn't documented. That was just in that room. But I got my vindication on national TV, so that was cool, you know. And you know, TV credit number two. You've slayed the dragon of your own. Yes, your own dragon. Yes, yes, yes. Slayed. So no matter wow. if I did well or not, man, I already won. The fact that I was made the decision to go back and not let that. Fear. This is turned into an after-school special at this point, but Uh-oh. not let that fear own me, man. And that's real big to me. You know, you know, if I, it's kind of like this, man. You, you, you fuck a bitch, and you, you got a whack performance. You know what I mean? And it's just like yeah. you might bust one early. It's like, yeah. oh man, she gonna think I'm a, she gonna think this is what it is all the time. But then some type of way you finagle, finagle your way back in, and oh, you got another shot now. Oh, I'm about to fuck the dog shit out this bitch. You know what I mean? So that's what it is. That's what it was for me. You got to rub one out before she comes over. That that helps. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's like you have to do a 10-minute set before going over. <laughs> <laughs> a 10-minute set. That's, that's, there we go. So let's get oh, into some, uh, well, some outrage Yes, here. let's conquer Shall some outrage. We? We're going to start this week down in Florida because, of course, these kinds of stories happen in Florida. Now, you alluded <laughs> earlier to uh, proms, Sandeep. And are you guys familiar with the concept of a promposal? Oh, I know it from the story. I didn't know it before. So I learned about this about a year and a half ago because I was jogging in the neighborhood that I live in, which is actually right around here where where you live, Sandy, right along the water. And I was jogging and I see this like 16, 17 year old kid with he made a a series of poster boards that spelled out, will you go to prom with me? And he had them out uh, on the pier over at uh, Transmitter Park over, over in uh, Greenpoint. And he, so he invited his lady out to like propose to prom in public and make a huge fucking deal out of it. Mm-hmm. So the, the kids now, are, they're making a big deal out of asking girls to prom. 
or guys to prom if you're. Oh, okay, I have noticed yeah. that online. Recently. And and I, what a bunch I, of losers. I didn't know this was a thing because I took a picture of it because I was like, yo, this fucking this kid is putting some work in, you know, like this fucking kid is he's trying to slay, he's trying to he's take trying care to get of business, that motherfucking pussy. Yeah, and so I took a picture of it. I sent it to a few of my female friends, and I'm like, hey, how cool is this? And all of them had the same response, which is like. Yeah, that's like promposals. That's like a thing now. That's and like they weren't even impressed by it. And here I am, like this kid's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay, so yeah, asking girls to prom is a big deal now. Okay, yeah, yeah just uh, just make just make high school even worse. You can't just ask. You have to fucking now go on all out with all the studying, and you have to do this whole thing. Can you imagine getting rejected after a fucking promposal? She's not gonna say yes because of your promposal. She's gonna say if she likes you. Yeah. And now you put all this work in there, like, oh, that's creepy. I don't like him. Andy fucking throws effort in into the him. Black community and, and black high schools. Uh, oh. The promposal. Because I mean, you know, I'm granted, I'm <laughs> I'm removed, uh, not from the black community, but from you know uh, high school. Back in the day, man, it was just like you know whatever shorty you was banging or the, right. this your lady, like you kind of just knew who you was go- going to prom with. Like, okay, yeah, you go with your lady, or if you ain't got no lady, you know. You, Hey, what's up? He wasn't no big thing. Yeah, right? yeah, no. Yo, this is apparently a big deal. You're supposed to, you're supposed to put prom, effort in now. Prom, you According know? to this, <laughs> my prom man, I had a chick I was with, but I was trying to bone this other chick, so I, <laughs> I broke it off with her, and went with this other real thick booty broad man, and I didn't even end up smashing. I should have went with my actual lady. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> Now imagine you did. Imagine you had to do this whole promposal, and then you still don't wind up smashing. Uh, yeah, imagine if you yeah, bought cool. uh, eighteen dollars worth of poster board and glitter from uh, you know Walmart I think I or whatever. Smash! I don't think I just. I, I don't know. It was weird. The See, en- if only you had done the promposal, the you might have smashed. The energy was weird, but I don't know. But <laughs> I, I have been saying that um, as of late, uh, the last couple of years online, like these some of those. Fucking billboards are pretty racist too. Um, so that's what we're gonna get into right now. Actually, as a okay, matter of yeah, fact, because yeah, we're gonna yeah. get into one that uh, went viral a couple weeks ago down in Florida. Here, this is uh, in Sarasota, which is just south of Tampa on the west coast of Florida, Gulf Coast. For those of you who you know like to know where things happen, I'm from and the a Gulf student, coast. student named Noah Crowley, which is an extremely white sounding name. <laughs> he promposed to his girlfriend by uh, making up a little poster board sign that says, quote, if I was black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you for prom. I believe unquote. I saw that. <laughs> I believe, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, because we sent you the story. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it did make a couple of, of fairly national news out. This one was kind of like the second, third tier. It was, uh, which is kind of why we pick it. We always pick kind of, kind of out of the way stories. And so his girlfriend, because you know, of course, everyone has to broadcast everything nowadays. She was doing the whole thing on Snapchat, not realizing that people were fucking screenshotting it. I guess, and then and then it made it around the internet. And obviously, people are very upset about this for pretty obvious reasons. It's just. Well, yeah. I don't get. It's like he went out of his way to be racist. There, the, her, him asking this chick to prom had nothing to do, and he just had to be like, uh, you know, if you were a Jew, I'd fucking put you in an oven. But you're not Jewish, so let's go to prom. What are you doing? Well, no, that's what not as you clever, doing, man. Well, he was trying to make me clever off the word pick. Yeah, I, that. Uh, yeah, I'm not defending his actions. By the way, that's a very tasteless thing that he did. Could have just been like, if I were gross, I'd be picking my nose. But I'm picking you for prom. I you just went, and yeah. that's off the top of his fucking head. 
That's off the top of Sandeep's head. That's right. I, I don't get it. I, it's, it's so weird. It's racist, but then it's like so like uncalled for racist. It just out of the blue, there's he just has to get one in there against the black people and then, uh, and then gas this did, fucking... Hey, did y'all specifically pick this for me? <laughs> no, we, we picked it first, then we booked you. That's Okay. I, well, you know, I got to ask. I agree with uh, Sandip. Sandeep. Uh <laughs> It, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, hey, look, it, it's forced. You know, it, it seems very, very forced. And it's just like, hey, you know, you could have easily just asked this young lady to the prom. Or if if you are doing a, a play on words on picking. Now, granted, he didn't know. I am I can assure you he didn't uh, account, uh, take an accountability that this was going to go viral. This was supposed to be a thing between him and, you know, uh, you know, the the young lady. Or who knows? Who knows whatever type of conversations they had or jokes they made between them or the uh whatever jokes they make um Yeah, uh, no, I think amongst you're right. his friends. So it's it's a it's somewhat a, it's a revealing thing, man, about uh about white America. I think it speaks to a very the, larger the, thing. The personality that he has or you know, the, his views or whatever, or even the school or just his circle or his group of friends or what have you, because that was he obviously felt very comfortable doing it. A couple enough yeah. to, you know, of course, that's that's why the break was, like you said, not even realizing that, yo, I'm Snapchatting this, and I'm I'm expecting to get asked to prom, but yeah. I'm not expecting that billboard to say that. <laughs> or I, on on his side is, yeah. I'm expecting to ask this girl to prom. I'm not expecting her to Snapchat it, and I'm surely not expecting everyone to screenshot it. So that's that's where the the break is, yeah. you know, but. That gives a small glimpse in the level of comfort that exists mm-hmm. to even. Well, and here's the thing: this kid, I'm assuming, is in the age range of somewhere from 15 to 18. He's a teenager, of course. And I, I grew up in white America, in a town probably not that dissimilar from his. And I'm telling you, we we said some crazy racist shit because there were no black people around, there were no Spanish. It was pretty much just white people. Of course. And I did. I've done some cotton picking jokes in my day. Okay. He just did one like before he got on the air. It was crazy. I'm like, Phil, dude. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I walk in, he said, how about those cotton <laughs> Yeah. So the thing is, like, I'm not excusing what he did, but I am saying that this is a teachable moment for a kid that's his age to learn like, hey, man, amongst your friends in the comfort of your living room, you can make cotton picking jokes. But if something's going to be publicly broadcasted, you should probably tone that shit down because the rest of the world is really not cool with that. Uh-huh. I did feel like, yeah, I think kids um, say stupid shit. And uh, I think what people forget now is if, if everyone's re- recorded everything you said as a teenager, like there's oh, going to be a lot of ridiculous shit. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be um, allowed in this city. And uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like the the punishment, the, this going public is is all that needs to happen. I mean, I, I think anything, if you did anything and it just became public, that's a very scary thing. And yeah, well, I, hey, I, man. I, yeah. Hey, man. With the- He's got to learn. With the um, the time we living in, man, shit is hot for three days. There's something <laughs> else. Something else happens. Publicly. Oh yeah, no, and this story is from like a week and or then, so ago. So yeah, the only person that's actually catching it consistently for the last X amount of years and has not blown over is Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, something happens, then everybody points their attention. Oh man, look at that. That's not right. And then something <laughs> else will happen. And then Starbucks 
that shit was hot for whatever long, and right. then something else pops up. Well, because what Bill Cosby yeah. did was way worse. And then so. Bill Cosby got convicted. No, no, no. How about this? I'll take you to the last couple months. H&M. Boom. That was... The, Fuck H and M. We know we done with H and M and Starbucks. Fuck Starbucks. People forgot yeah. all about H and M. Yeah. Fuck this kid from Florida. No. And the this outrage cycle does accelerate. We've noticed um, depending on you know how big somebody is. Bill Cosby's a big name. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was just you know the manager at the local fucking you know Piggly Wiggly or whatever, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be as big of a news story. People, there is a perverse enjoyment I, I notice people get from bringing down celebrities and shit. Oh, but anyway, of course. So back to this. This kid in Florida. So obviously there was internet went crazy. People who saw it were like, this kid's fucking crazy. And he had to apologize. And his parents actually wrote an apology as well. Like saying like, our, you know, our kid should have done that shit. And I do feel like that that's pretty much, we're in the, going in the right direction with this. You know, like that's the developments we want to <sighs> see is, <sighs> like I said earlier, people. it's a learning experience that this kid is hopefully having right now. White people. And white people. Who needs them? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs him? But I also want to say this. What he did, I think it was stupid more than it was just racist. You know what I mean? What he did, he probably thought was cute and clever. And it was probably from a place of trying to be punny and funny rather than just pure hatred. Like, I don't think this kid's in the fucking clan or anything. Well, yeah, man, you know, uh, anything you do (laughs) is two points I'm about to make. Uh, Anything you do in that age, 15, 16, 17, it's it's gonna be stupid. You're not <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your, your brain is literally not fully developed. But that's what Sandy was saying is that you know if, if things we did as teenagers were all recorded, now we'd be fucked. The, the next, the second point, the next element is that especially when it deals with girls and the opposite sex, mm-hmm. you know. So first of all, you just alone, you're not a smart person. You know, even if you're um, advanced. Academically, there's still certain things socially. You just you just dumb. You have zero experience about life. You might know about the books. So then, add the element of hormones and the opposite sex. I'm trying to impress this person. It's it's double dumb. It's double dumb. Yeah. So now, yeah, you're right. Do mm-hmm. I feel like this? Uh, you know, young man just you know hates everyone that doesn't look like him. No. You know, but well, I he's can, an idiot. I yeah, he is an idiot. But <laughs> I, you know, of course, you know, as a black man, I can't ignore the uh, the whatever the level of influence that comes from whoever his friends or his family or wh- wherever that came that came from a place. Joe mm-hmm. or not, you know. Well, and like I said, uh, Florida. That's that's the place it came, <laughs> from. came from. So but, I think that that's a really good angle on it. There is, you know, this is not the worst thing that's happened, but it also shouldn't be ignored. So I think legit outrage is going to be my ruling on this one. What do you think, Sandy? Yeah, yeah, legit outrage for sure, dude. Mm-hmm. What what are you doing? Just ask the girl to prom. Where, where you just get? Where do you like? I'm gonna get, get ask you prom, but first, racist statement. Now let's go to prom. Yeah, just, and the fact is, he actually so you know put effort into it. He he bought a poster board and like some fake lettering. Like he he put hours of effort into this, and at no point was like, dude, like he had full confidence. You know, he's like, this is gonna be awesome. He never Son, stopped to think like this might not go over well. I'm curious, did the bitch go to prom with him or what? That's gonna be oh, well. It was his girlfriend, so yes, absolutely. That's revealing on her part to me. What, yeah. is, what does that say about her? It was like, oh wow, <laughs> this mother. She was like impressed. She was impressed. Well, like, maybe wow, maybe they're going to grow up to be cucks. You never know. That's <laughs> I'm maybe. pretty sure that there has been. Uh, <laughs> if I was a gambling man, I would say there has been s- similar dialogue between 
them too. <laughs> yeah, no, between I'm that boy that. and his girlfriend, for for him to put that on a poster, that has been yeah. those type of jokes made in between them two. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, they neither one of them accounted on you know you know it going as far as it did, as far as you know being viral and things of that nature. But there was no shock on her part whatsoever. Yeah. Guarantee you. Yeah. There was no, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. That came out of nowhere. I guarantee, yeah. I wish I could see the I'm actual. Like, oh, that's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Noah. Is I want to see the actual snap. I bet she was giggling like, ah, he was so cute. Oh, <laughs> Noah. And he did it on a white piece of poster board. I don't know where that fits in the equation. But yeah, so we're going to go legit outrage. You agree with us on this one, right? Oh, what the yeah. fuck you think? Okay, damn right. <laughs> Sandeep, let's go to you. What's your. Uh, okay, so from one prom to another, from one warm. State weather area, state to another. This is coming out of us from Arizona, where former NFL kicker Jay Feely, who I remember Chris Berman's nickname for him was Jay Touchy Feely, one of my favorites. Hilarious. (laughs) Uh, He sparked outrage when he tweeted a photo last Saturday with him between his daughter and her prom date holding a gun (laughs) with the caption that said, wishing my beautiful daughter on a date a great time at prom. Uh, There was outrage behind it? Yeah. yeah, why are people mad about this? Because I want to dig deeper. I think this. that I think that's hilarious. I think yeah, it's this fucking This is the hilarious. picture we're looking at it here. I think that's stone cold funny. Yeah, it is, is funny. So this sparked outrage. Um, Shannon Watts, who founded Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America, wasn't laughing. She's like, oh, yay. American dads have kicked off the season of it's pretend I'm going to shoot my daughter's date for puning chastity pics. <laughs> and her reply <laughs> received 60,000 likes. <laughs> Another oh, constipated God. person responded, oh, he's also apparently sending a message that he owns his daughter, and this kid better not trespass on his property. Wait, stop. Yeah. Really? That that was somebody's uh, reason for outrage? Is oh, he, yeah. He, he's treating his daughter like proper... No, you asshole. He's making a joke about protecting his daughter. Fucking, sorry for tipping oh. my hand early on this one. You know what? I got to say this, man. And hey, I hate to... You got to realize, man, you know, um, I have a very, very particular point of view on this man as a black man in america you know and i you know i don't want to keep the race thing going on but i'm just speaking what my initial reaction is you know to that story man you know you gotta realize this first of all i think that's hilarious i think that's funny i think do i same here it's hilarious do i think he's actually going to shoot this young man if something happens no i don't i don't you know but this is not the first time a guy has pulled a, a man, a father has pulled yeah. a gun on his daughter's date or prom date, whatever. A motherfucker pulled a gun on me before and like, I, this was just my friend. We, me and this young lady, we're, we're still friends. And he pulled a gun on me before. Her father which just passed away. Uh, God rest the dead. But anyway, um, so look, you know, this is what I'm thinking about, man. I like how you're able to directly relate to this. <laughs> like, that is pretty fucking funny to me. Uh, yeah, I've had a gun. Because we always hear stories. I've had a and, gun pulled on me and before. jokes. But about, he did it. The, yeah. he, the guy, he did it jokingly. Did I think he was actually going to shoot me? Of course no. right. I think yeah. it should, yeah. It's clear from the picture that everyone's in on the joke. His, her, you know, yeah. Everyone's smiling. His, her daughter's just like, you know, yeah. someone had to take the picture. Well, and also it's Arizona. That that's that's a red state, and depending on how rural it is, guns are probably fairly the norm. I'm assuming. I don't know where in Arizona this was, or what their population density out there is, or anything. But yeah, this is a like people really don't understand that. Like, you know, the gun debate is an important one to have, but like, guns are very normal in like a lot of parts of this country. Mm-hmm. And he looks like a guy based on like how he's holding it. He probably has. 
you know, like knowledge in gun storage and gun safety. It probably wasn't loaded. I guarantee you in this picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, he tweeted. He apologized. He's like, the prom picture I posted was obviously intended to be a joke. I would have never apologized. My uh, yeah, my daughter. Dick. Yeah. My daughter apologizing for my motherfucking thing. And he said, my daughter has dated her boyfriend for over a year. They knew I was joking. I take gun safety seriously. The gun was not loaded and it had no clip in it. I did not intend to be insensitive to that important issue. You know, these people have to have a sense of humor about this. Yeah. It just it just hurts our cause as liberals to when this shit happens. Exactly, and I, this is like a normal thing that people joke about. Like I remember I was at my local hometown fair uh, a couple years ago, and there's a lot of those like you know pro gun you know and pro Trump T-shirts, and one of them actually said. Uh, guns don't kill people. Dads with daughters do. <laughs> it's a very kind of stock joke, you right? Know? You know what I mean. So this is—I really don't understand why people are so goddamn upset about this. He's clearly fucking around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and by the it, way, to that, to that, to that tweet who said he's treating his daughter like his property. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, person. children are you. You parents do treat their children like property, and they they aren't allowed to do whatever the hell my they son, want. That's part is, of being a parent. This is my daughter right and he this bought that dress yeah. she's not 18 probably and she's then, going to okay prom. so hey look here's my out my glimpse of outrage right now once again just to, just to finish the point i was uh making earlier right now that i have no choice but the view is this way i have no choice in uh, the experience that i have and you know in, in my community now the person or these people that have so much to say about this picture I'm very curious to know, you know, were they just as vocal with the countless amount of shootings from the, you know, all these various police departments, you know, to unarmed blacks in America, men and women. You know, where was the outrage? I'm not going to say where was the outrage, but once again, I'm curious to know, were they just as outraged then? Now, these are people that have literally lost their lives. Now, once again, I got no choice but to look at it this way, man. I just mm-hmm. got no choice. Mm-hmm. You know, we talking about People who have stone cold lost their lives, unarmed. Yeah, or family members by the or family members of by the police department, unarmed. I can't stress it enough. Unarmed. When you have a taser on your side, you go to your pistol. This person is unarmed, sitting in their car or running away from you or whatever. But the narrative, the 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 uh, reply. It's always, oh, well, he was resisting, he or she was resisting arrest. They weren't cooperative. They were de- selling DVDs or loose cigarettes or they were a criminal or whatever the narrative may be. But yet and still, they were still very much so unarmed. This is someone joking about, like you said, it's a stock joke. Mm-hmm. This is someone joking about shooting. I, once again, I'm going to say this. I got no choice but to look at it this way. Joking about taking the life of a, a young white kid. And that's what this, this out, I'm saying this outrage. And I'm just curious to know, were these people just as outraged about these countless lives that were lost? And I got I can't sure stress a, it enough. I'm, I got no choice but to look at it this I'm way. I'm sure man. there's a Venn diagram somewhere of that, but yeah, I understand the point you're making. You know what I like about this is that Ken is basically saying this is fake outrage, but he's going a step further. He's um, providing something to be outraged about. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? You want to be outraged saying, about guns. Don't be mad about this. Be mad about that. And right. I kind of, I kind of like that. And I think that you know there are way more important things going on in the country right now than a fucking former NFL player. Uh, holding up a gun in a joking picture. So yeah, absolutely fake outrage. Yeah, and not to say that, you know, I'm not just, you know, 
it's a it's a weird um it's a weird place to be in, man. Right now in the play, in, in as a, 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 a an African American in this country, because I'm not necessarily carrying that around with me or, and looking to interject that in every conversation. You don't have a choice, though. but I'm not exactly not. Yeah, you understand. So when I see stuff like this, my mind automatically goes to like, whoa, 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 whoa. This guy is joking. You outraged yeah. about that? What about the people? Mm-hmm. Are you on the front lines? Are you just as vocal when? the deaths are actually happening, you know? Yeah. And these are the dots that I have no choice but to connect because this is what's happening in my community. Well, I always forgive when when black people or any other minority, they want to talk about race issues because they can't just decide to not be that race any given, like, oh, I'm going to take the night off for me in black. Like, you can't do that, you know? It, it is something you carry with you all the mm-hmm. time, for sure. Anyway, so as I far can't as the- exactly pull a Rachel Dozen, you know? <laughs> Did y'all see the, the Netflix the Rachel Dozen? No, I haven't yet. Oh, she has a she has a net, it's it's pretty insightful. It's quite. Mm. Insightful. I suggest. So, as every, far as the 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 prom gun picture, I'm assuming you're we're all going fake outrage in this one. Yeah, fake outrage. Fake I, outrage. Think, Super I, fake. I always pick the stories. This is obvious fake outrage. But see, this is yeah. the issue. I think Ken, the the people like liberals are tend to be more on the, you know, the side of the outrage over real shootings. The side of we we need like police that you know we need better procedures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is the problem is that then people get upset about this stuff and then it's, yep. it becomes easier to be like ah these these fucking people don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem is we get yeah, so much easily stories. Yeah, the outrage from a, to to a story like this reduces the outrage from the real stories that you're mentioning a minute right. ago, Ken, because it cheapens fair, it. What, what Ken's talking about, I think there's been a lot of discussion and real policy changes mm-hmm. in the, all levels of government. And these people are just twi- are just clicking a, a, a like or hate. So I think more energy, way more has been focused on yeah. improving what Ken's talking about. But still, like the... What are you doing, man? This is still like sixty thousand people like to tweet. This is this is a big part of the thing where yeah. they're just looking for people to be outraged for, and then it loses all credibility. Yeah, you know it's interesting. You guys managed this topic to weave a very dumb topic into a very serious topic almost seamlessly. <laughs> like that was uh, that was a pretty good job, fellas. I just well, want to hey, say, man, you know, <laughs> I can't stress it enough. I have, you know, you, you said it a little better than I did, but you you're right. I I just can't. Take the day off. I can't take yeah. it. Out. I have no choice but to see it. And I, I, not even just me. If any black person was in here, whether they ver- vocalize it or not, during this podcast, it would have been a thought or even an afterthought. Like, really? like <laughs> man, this guy's joking about. <laughs> now, how much of a slap in the face is that to my community to where, you know, real lives have been lost, you know, c- countless and it's always attempted to be justified in some whatever mm-hmm. bogus way was like you know and you know not even just by one person but the the um the general consensus is oh well yeah he was shot but he was whatever all the names all the reasons I listed are resisting arrest or he was doing this or he was selling this or he was doing that blah 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 but you know on and that's on the black side but then on the white side man you got a guy that's joking joking mm-hmm. about 
killing this young white kid and it's outrage. Yeah, that's where people want to spend their energy. It's outrage. This is something we've been talking about on the show is that you only have so much energy to get mad about shit Mm -hmm. and try to, you know, help along some changes in the world. And rather than help out the things that you're talking about, people are like, well, this this photograph is now this needs to go. You know, and that that, that's definitely an issue. Bogus man. You know, sometimes they say you gotta pick your hill to die on. Exactly. the, The thing is I don't think this is that it you have to you have to first agree that something is bad. And then you have to rank how bad it is. Yeah, well, not, you. They they made the mistake of just that first step. Is they they thought that this was a bad mm-hmm. thing and, at all. There's no there even if there even if the world was perfect, this should not have been any any on anyone's radar. Or Absolutely, that outrage. Absolutely, I, I don't think outrage. any one of these people that you know are making these tweets and comment in response to this uh, picture. Or carrying that around with them, right? They're, like, they're they're clicking outrage. It's, it, you know. it's it's in the moment. It's yeah. like, but they're, they're not going. Yeah. they're not going to the fucking. They're not making rallies and protests. They're not mobilizing. They're not right. going into the beauty salons. Exactly. They're not writing their local congressman. That's they're, they're, they're on it kind of like it kind of yeah. starts <laughs> and stops right there. You know, exactly. it's, it's well, and that's one of the other things of fake outrage is that it's one of those things like you said you mentioned earlier is that in a few days this will be gone. By the time this episode even goes up, people might have even already forgotten about this yeah, yeah. story. Yeah, these, these things last very. These, these things are short lived. So we always give her. Usually, we give our guests the opportunity uh, to talk about something they're mad about. It, but it feels like you almost got a lot of it out already. <laughs> I don't know. I said this before we started. I'm quite long winded. <laughs> Uh, right. Is there yeah. anything that you're mad about other than the police shootings, or do you want to? Uh, well, well, I'll I'll, keep, I'll I'll respect the theme of the show. I don't want to go real <laughs> outrage. And plus, even if I, I don't did, know, you talk about whatever you're on, fuck, you know, know I'll, I'll I'll stick with fake outrage. Fake outrage for Kim Boyd, man. Fake outrage. Uh, what, what are you pissed off about in the universe? What's wait, bothering you? Well, you know what, man. At a at a risk of sounding too cool, man. You know, nothing really bothers me, man. Mariah, well, in that case, I'm just a cool customer, man. We're gonna, uh... but I will, I will maintain, like, like I said, the theme of the show: fake yeah. outrage. Hey, man. Uh... <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> if you just got out the bathroom, if you're leaving the bathroom and you washed your hands, don't try to shake my hand. Oh, you like when it's still wet and clammy? Don't, if you know your head, come on, son. Well, I feel like that's almost what the fist bump was invented for. Yeah, man, come on, you, son. You know, it's like this some guy came out don't. of the back, like, oh shit, I, I respect this person, but I don't want to. Yo, man, there's this new cool thing. Just touch fists with me, man. Yeah, like, man. <laughs> and even if that, you know, if you're still dripping, that's where the elbows come in at, man. See? And I'm, I'm just. And they always have to say, no, it's just water. It's like, yeah, but then you'd make. No, it's weird. Think, well, well, it's what weird. It's weird. Fuck. Still weird. You know what I mean? And plus, I'm OCD, man, so. Hey man, don't don't come on, man. <laughs> right. So Ken Boyd, mad about wet hands. We'll end right there. Thank you all for listening. Please email us um, and and uh, tell us if we're sexist, racist, or our hands are too wet at thefakeoutragereport at gmail dot com. Uh, follow us on Facebook. We we do use our Twitter finally again. So follow us at Fake Outrage Ripped. Give us those kick ass reviews online, preferably on iTunes. And you can follow Ken Boyd online at. The Ken Boyd Show, the same handle for all social media platforms. The Ken Boyd, K-E-N-B-O-Y-D Show. You put that in anywhere, you can find me. There we go. And before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? You know, you can be racist or you can propose to prom. Just don't do both at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure your hands are dry. (laughs) 